<laughs> wow, wow. I've just, you're going to love story time. Come for the finals results, stay for the stories because Samson is a phenomenal story you're going to hear at the back of this um, because Matthew Church is just going from strength to strength. I can't wait for in a couple of weeks when we get to have a big yarn with him about what's been happening over there as our season finale in the grand final happens in Digicel Cup. But listen to, listen to what he tells us about these elimination finals and then stay for the uh, Samson tale. Okay. Tick, 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 bow, 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 White Kangaroo Chasers, Matt Church from the SV PNG Hunters bringing you all things PNG Rugby League. Did you sell Cup Final Series kicked off over the weekend with two elimination finals. Um... The Port Moresby Vipers taking on the Mendy Murrooks and the Hella Wigman versus Anger Milks. In the Wigman Milks game, um, interesting side note, the listeners would remember um, a few weeks ago, I mentioned uh, former Hunter uh, Roger Larker laced the boots back on. He was coach of the Milks and he um, wanted to steer them around. He's a halfback and uh, wanted to steer his, steer his um inexperienced young side around um, so he laced the boots so for him to be out in the field um, that gave him a bit of extra support and, and recruited Andrew Ondiki uh, into into the Meoks campaign um, so the interesting note was um, Andrew was the coach of the Wigman last year when they went on a run from fifth to, to making the grand final against the Tigers unfortunately going down in that one and he actually was um, appointed as the Mendy Meoks coach for the start of this year and um, but stepped away due to um, differences between management and the support he was getting. So, um, yeah, so it was just a bit of an interesting side note there with Andrew. Uh, for the Wigman, they they um, scored first points for a try through Solo Wane. Um, that was duly um, converted by Solomon Picari. Um, didn't take the long the meals long. Um, they scored a try, a try through their front rower Super Kokoto. Um, with Roger Larker adding the extras. Now, long, not long after that, the Milks um, received a penalty for the Wigman being offside, and, and Roger duly um, saluted with that to to take an 8-6 lead into half-time. For the Wigman, it didn't take long, um, with Norman Brown getting himself across the line eight minutes into the second half. Um, unfortunately, Solomon Picari um, was unsuccessful with that conversion, um, but they led 10-8 at that stage. Um, and for the next 12 minutes. And then the Milks, about 40 metres out from the line, put in a nice kick in behind the line, and Cora Lega swooped and, and scored in the corner um, on the 60th minute to, to wrestle back the lead to 12-10. Um, it stayed that way until the till the dying minutes of the game where um, Solo Wane got himself a double, scored in the corner in the 75th minute to to essentially win the game. Um 14-12 for the for the Wigman over the Meoks. Um, now, you can download these um, highlights. You can see them on YouTube. Um, Did yourself cup highlights are all on there. So um, do yourself a favour and check out the way that these guys, um, I guess, celebrate scoring a try. They they do it like no other, and, and they certainly did after after that match-winning ga- uh, try to Solo Wane in the corner there. Um, also on that, um, well, if you if you got Google out and you're, you're searching stuff, um, search for the Hella Wigman logo. They've got probably one of the best logos um, going around that I've seen anyway in rugby league. So do yourself a favour and check that one out as well. In the other game, the other elimination final, 
<coughs> for the Vipers. Um, they scored a nice try um, through Karis Peter um, off some nice lead-up work from Asse Boas. Um, and really good to see Harves linking up there to, to create the first points for them. Asse kicked the goal to make it 6-0. It didn't take long for the Morocks to, to get back into that one, and they scored a try through Leon Ondupia. Unfortunately, the conversion was unsuccessful from Milik Swinnis. Um So the Vipers led 6-4 at that stage. The Murrooks continued to press their claims and a nice bust up field by Mackenzie, former hunter Mackenzie Yee, who signed with the Central Capras for the 2020 Interest Super Cup season. Um, and it's actually the first time I've seen Mackenzie play for the Murrooks. Um, did a nice bust and, and got a real nice offload away for Wes, Wesley Batiri to score a try. Uh, Wesley then duly supported and, and kicked the goal after that to, to make that 12-6, uh, sorry, 10-6. Um, and then just before half-time, a nice scrum lane to far sideline play from the Vipers. Um, saw Rex Tendower score in the corner with Asso Bowers kicking a goal from the sideline um, to put them in front 12-10 at half-time. Uh, little did they know um, that that was going to be the the end of the scoring for the sec for the game, um, and the second half it just really turned into a I guess uh, and a mistake riddled uh, half of both teams wouldn't have been happy with and um, yeah the, I think the Vipers had twenty one errors and the and the Murrooks twenty two, so disappointing way for the Murrooks to finish off their season. So um, those two teams of Vipers and Wigman meet next week um, in week two of the finals in a, another elimination with the um, Tigers versus the Gurriers um, doing battle for that first spot in the grand final. Um, now, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with the Vipers, I guess, personally, just that experience to edge them past the Wigman. And it's a bit of a toss of the coin with the Tigers and Gurriers, um, just to see how they've how they've freshened up off for a week off. But I think that's a huge bonus. So um, I'm tipping the Gurriers there in a tight one to, to get up over that. Now the last few weeks I've shared a bit of a story and um yeah I'll, I'll give you another one just another one to finish off um you know some some wonderful things that you can do in PNG and people that you meet and um just after Christmas we're we're training at the St John Guy Stadium where all the games are being taking place in Port Moresby at the moment and this uh, young young fella just kept turning up each day and and picking up cones and little bollards and ball, collected balls and stuff and. Uh, so I got to meet him. He's young. His name was Samson, the the young fella, and um, yeah, he just turn up to every session and and do stuff. And then um, I, I I had a, a a kid's Sunshine Coast Falcons jersey that I'd collected from my time there, and um, I, I brought it along to give it to him to um, do a little bit of a presentation. So I did that, and he loved it because he's a Storm fan. Um, I was saying. And saying to him, "Oh, okay, who's your favourite Storm player?" Pretty much expecting him to just say Justin Olam, and he and he goes, "Nah, Ado, Ado Car." So um, it was um, interesting. And then after that, he he hit me up about wanting to be our cone, our full time cone boy. Um, you now he's only young, so um, concerned about his we that we train during the day, and he obviously has to be at school. I said, "I'm you know I'm happy for you to turn up any time, but um, you know the important thing is that you that you're going to school and getting your education." So yes, coach, yes, coach. 
Now, um, the media must have caught on to to um, me having the interactions with with Samson, and um, they interviewed him after after we finished training because he was he'd hang around and help out with the with the wigman side, and yeah, they interviewed him, and then next day in the paper I see him, um, you know. Uh, big story on Cone Boy. He was titled over there, and yeah. So the next time we caught up, he he just came running over to me, and he had this huge beaming smile on his face, and and he said, "I saw you and me in the paper," and I said, "Oh yeah." And then um, and he just he hugged me for about ten seconds, um, and then gave me a high five. So um, a bit of a or touching experience I guess for me personally just that you know you can have that sort of effect on people and um yeah it's just that image I guess that you you want to portray that you're always on show no matter who's who's looking so so a few weeks go by and you know, he's, he's, he's turned up to the old session here and there and um we actually played a, a trial match up there and the Bulldogs and Sharks were playing an NRL trial um so I'm driving into the ground and and, and as I get there, I see here's young Samson trying to trying to get in the gate, trying to flag me down, and um, unfortunately I didn't have any tickets for him, so I didn't know how it was going to work out for for young Samson. And um, we'd finished our game, and we'd spent I'd spent some time with the Bulldogs um, leading into the game, and and um, Dean Pay was um, grateful enough to um, invite me in just to sort of sit on the bench with him and and watch how he goes about his business. And um, so here I am. Um, Standing next to next to Dean and Young Samson's basically at Dean's feet, and I spend half the time trying to usher Samson away from Dean's feet because he's getting all into his job and, and into his role. And um, we go into the sheds at half time, and and here's a young fella in the sheds at half time um, with the with the Bulldogs, and um, after the game, he, he I saw him again, and he'd um, had a Bulldogs training shirt on. Um, so what had transpired is um, Will Hopwati had actually seen him and, and, and given him a ticket and then he's come in and um, gave him a training shirt and obviously made, he, made his day. So, yeah, they're powerful little things that you can do for, for people over there and um, great little story and a, and a memory I'll cherish for a long time. Um, so that's it for the story time this week and, um, yeah, look forward to bringing you the wrap for the week two of the finals.